0: We're back with another episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Face-Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to hit the download button and subscribe to our podcast, where podcasts are available.
1: be over mm-hmm. okay you want to hear a joke
0: no no i'm getting good <laughs> okay
1: so you do you know the zip code for beverly hills 90210 okay but do you mm-hmm. know the zip code for dawson's
0: creek 90210 90108. hey <laughs> that's how we're starting the podcast off <laughs> with that joke i hope you know that <laughs> no wait <laughs> I don't this was wait. supposed to be just between you and me. Nope, it's going on the buckets. <laughs> I don't really like the sound of my voice like that, but whatever. That's what you sound like. I That's know. your voice. I know, but I don't like to hear it all That's, the time. You
1: know why? Because every time I'm like, "Oh, I do this annoying thing," you're like, "That's just your personality," and it's fucking rude. It's Just your disease course. <laughs> your disease process. Oh, I
0: hate everyone. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. We are back at it again. Back at it again. Back
1: at it again. Wow. Um, that's beautiful.
0: Thank you. So we're gonna just go ahead and just get it out of the way. Just start it, just nice and hard. You know, it's not gonna be like Tina Turner, nice and easy. We're gonna start off rough. People. was that you? That was not. That me. was your phone. Oh, it was. It was my that iPad. Was. Uh, Dang it. We are professional women. Doing I tried to turn it things. down. I don't know how to turn my iPad. Uh Anyway, so we're going to go ahead and just start rough. Um, Voting people still going on. Just in case you didn't know.
1: Yeah, because you might be confused because on the last episode of this podcast, one of the co-hosts said that early voting was over just to scare the other (laughs) co-host. But rest assured, you can early vote until October
0: 30th. That's very true. I was misinformed because... I don't know. I just, I don't know how I got misinformed Yeah, she's myself. dramatic. Well, I just, anyway, early voting is still going on in the state of Texas, okay? Wherever you are in your respective state, I don't know when it's going to end, but you can still early vote up until October 30th. Um, People, please go out and vote. Please, if you are registered, just, even if you're not, just use a fake ID and go. No one cares. <laughs> just go. <laughs> I'm not. Just go and, and vote, please. endorsing that please just go out and vote um speaking of voting of course we had unfortunately another... you refuse to ask me about my week oh, on this podcast why do I just because I just Every I went right in time. and just tried to get over the voting bar I just
1: try to like warm it up softly like let's ease on in yeah. let the people know how we're doing I you apologize. just don't care
0: I do care about your weekend I mean your your week I do care about your week I want to make that very clear <gasps> I just wanted to get the dirty stuff over with and I was like. But yes, let's Fine, take a pause it, on voting. No, 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 no. I want to know about your First of all, because this is going to be hilarious. How was your week? Because I know partially how your week went.
1: My week was pretty good. <laughs> uh-huh. Some
0: parts were better
1: than others. Yeah. Some parts were more sober than others. Interesting. All in all, I'm in a good space. What What did you do like special this week? Nothing. I went to work all week. I went to happy hour with my roommate on Wednesday Mm -hmm. how did it work out for you not well i wouldn't tend i wouldn't recommend it yeah we'll talk more about that in rehab corner i have no self-control and uh am bad at saying no saying no yeah yeah but you know what i've learned a lot about myself this past week what have you learned about yourself this week that i can't handle liquor like i once could you're 26. You're old now. I'm um, 26. My hangovers hit different. Yes, I do. As I said. And uh, that I can't drink when I have work in the morning anymore. No.
0: I'm not who I once was. No. That college life will last you about two years after you finish, and then that's it. Yeah, I'm hitting. Your metabolism slows down immensely. Yeah. I'll say <laughs> I, I can vouch for
1: that. Yeah.
0: yeah. It definitely slows down. Yeah. How was your week? Um, my week was pretty boring this week. Thankfully, um, nothing super crazy. Um, I was in COVID the first part of the week, COVID unit. And then toward the end of the week, thank God, I was on my regular unit in CVICU. Didn't have to worry about working with any COVID people this week. Thank you, sweet baby Jesus. So, um, yeah, I just mostly came home from work, took a shower, slept. That was my routine every day. That's
1: my goal, dude. Yeah. That's close.
0: Cool. I didn't do anything significant. Didn't go shopping. Nothing. Yeah, it's pretty boring. That's and weird. I was appreciative of that.
1: Yeah, I love that for you. Yeah. Now you can talk about vote. Actually, no. This is what we're going to say. Okay. If you don't have a choice. Go out and vote. Get it done. Earlier on November 3rd, I'll give a shit. That's it. We're moving on.
0: Yeah, just vote. Uh, so I guess we're not going to talk about uh, D.L. Hughley and what he had to say about Ice Cube, right? No?
1: Are we? No? No? <sighs> we can't. Raise your hand if you want to hear about it.
0: <laughs> no one's raising their hand. No one's raising us. their hand. Move on. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, If you want to know what D.O. Heatley said about Ice Cube, just go to Shave Room, it's totally fine. Um, but even more serious news, uh, that's why I just want to get it out of the way so we can just you know end on a happy note. Um, if you have been living under a rock this past week, then maybe you haven't heard of the issues. Why is Queen the calling me on the phone? <laughs> on the phone, you have to answer. No, I, okay, I'm gonna answer it. All right, so once again. I
1: turned my phone off. I did. It was on So that was we can record this podcast. I thought it was our special time. It, it is. close out the world. Coenitha but just can't obviously, get enough of me. you don't want to ask me about a week. You don't care about the seriousness of recording this. And I'm out.
0: <laughs> and she still keeps sitting on the couch. <laughs> I'm too right. tired
1: and my headphones are too short to I know. make a dramatic exit. <laughs> right. I'm pissed. Because
0: you keep yanking yourself everywhere. All right. So um, in the in world news this week and in last week as well Um, obviously we had already recorded our episode before um the news broke about what was going on um unfortunately nigeria has been going through a lot of different issues this week with regard to police brutality especially when it comes to protesters um i know that on social media there has been this big outcry um, of support for ending sars s-a-r-s which basically stands for Oh, shit. No way. I didn't know that. That's wild. It's crazy. It's so cool that
1: you know so much about the world.
0: So it's so SARS is the special anti robbery squad that was created in 1984 in response to an epidemic um, of violent crime, including robberies, carjackings and kidnappings Um, while it was credited with having reduced brazen lawlessness. In its initial years, the police unit was later accused of evolving into the same problem it had been designed to stop, which is basically a criminal enterprise that acts with impunity. Um, And this is according to um, the New York Times. And basically what's been going on is that um, the Nigerian um, population has been protesting um, to end this coalition or to end this particular program um, because they have become so corrupt and in a response to protesting, unfortunately, the um, individuals from SARS have been um, literally opening fire on unarmed protesters. Um, which That's said, not nice. It's not nice. And it's very familiar because it's definitely um, what's going on in America sh- right Black now. Black Lives Matter. Exactly. Um, but the difference between Black Lives Matter and SARS is unfortunately that SARS is being run by black people by nigerians themselves not a good look exactly so you're basically killing and shooting your own peoples when you you know design this particular coalition to um help and now you've been corrupted and now you're basically on this path of harming and so they have reached out to um pretty much the world and especially uh a lot of different celebrities to bring awareness um with regard to ending SARS um One of the things that I know this my comment that I'm about to say may be very controversial, but um, it's just the honest to God truth. But
1: here we go. But here we go.
0: Um, I think what's going on in Nigeria is is absolutely horrible and absolutely horrendous. Um, But the unfortunate part is that I think when Nigeria as Nigeria has been calling on, you know, African-Americans here in the states to assist or to bring awareness to it, even though Nigerians, let's be very clear, Nigerians and the African continent itself, they definitely came to um, the support of Black Lives Matter and they were protesting in their own streets for Black Lives Matter as well. But I think it's um, it's very unfortunate because we here in America have no, I mean, we we have constitutional rights and I'm using air quotes when I say that because we aren't even considered still two-fifths human. But um, it's like, what can we actually do to help our Nigerian brothers and sisters when we don't even have any type of, you know, protection here over here in the states. Like how can we how can we help them? And we don't have help ourselves over here. I mean, obviously, we have a very different, you know, government, very different constitution and things of that nature. But, you know, black men and women are still being killed, unarmed, you know, sleep clearly in their beds at home doing absolutely nothing and still, you know, killed in their sleep. So it's like, what can we as black Americans do to help with this particular situation? Nigeria is very progressive. I do watch Ninety Day Fiance, so okay, my that, <laughs> knowledge is limited. It's a one-sided view of just what's his name, Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy, <laughs> Soldier Boy, Baby girl Lisa. Right, right. It's a one-sided view, but Nigeria is a very progressive, a very progressive country. So, what else can we do? You asking me? Yeah, I'm asking your opinion about it. I'm just a kid. You're not a kid. You're
1: 26. <sighs> You know what this reminds me of? And I know this is probably inaccurate, but like in school, did you ever have to make those cardboard boxes where you put pennies in it and you send it over to
0: Africa? Do you have no. no. Okay. Mm-mm. If you, if you went to Catholic school, right. That sounds like a white person thing that would just do that to, to get rid of their I white guilt. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, let's send the blackies. That's, some pennies. Like,
1: that's okay. That's what I'm trying to say. So yeah. I was growing up in my small ass Catholic school. There were these boxes. Oh, I wish someone was here and I could ask them what it was called. P- pennies for hope no that's jump hopscotch for white guilt boxes perhaps
0: <laughs> no? it was okay. literally it was a cardboard <laughs> box that you had
1: to uh like um you had to cut it out and fold it and put it together and have mm-hmm. pictures of like little black kids on the sides wow and you would like collect all your change that you could mm-hmm. and then you would like everyone in the class would send it to africa i guess i don't fucking know yeah and it like you didn't feel like you could do anything and that's all you could do. So that's what you did, but you Mm kind of knew that it wasn't going to do anything. That's how I feel now. Right. Like you're like, I could retweet this and like, I can donate, but like what the hell is that doing? Yeah. And maybe it has like all these little things that everyone does have a mass effect, but it Mm -hmm. just feels like a helpless situation, especially because we're not over there. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's insane to me that people would march for black lives matter over there but it makes sense, right? Like, yeah. they en- they empathize with that specific mm-hmm. problem. They, like, obviously we're here in America, so mm-hmm. we probably have more, um, what's the word? Like a greater reach. They probably see us yeah. more, we're more advocated for. Right. But it's still just crazy to me that people in other places march or advocate for things here. Yeah. Because I'm so used to us being like America, Land of the Free, mm-hmm. We are the free world. We can do whatever. We're always advocating for other people.
0: Well, I think too that I I think Black Lives Matter in itself is a global issue, right? Um, I mean, we went to, my family and I, we went to, uh, we took my mom to Paris last year and I was very surprised at how big the black population was in Paris and how many black people that were there. And they are discriminated against in france you know black people are discriminated against in you know the uk they're discriminated against everywhere in this world so i think the you know the black lives matter movement is applicable to all um all cultures and ethnicities underneath the black umbrella so whether it's african caribbean you know uk uh you know what you know etc 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 right but i think for the nigerians again, I think it's just very difficult for us to, like you said, what is it that we can do other than retweet, repost, share, you know, because how can we, can we call our government officials to then do what, you know, what, what can, what can our government officials do yeah. to help you in the suffering and the tyranny that's going on in your particular country, you know? And then there was this young lady who um, actually called upon Beyonce to make a statement. Um, and she was, you know, I guess she was very much so perplexed at the silence of Beyonce. Um, and since she, you know, she worked on the, the, um, visual experience black is king she was just like you know she's like listen i worked with beyonce beyonce came over here and she handpicked people to work with of the land and blah 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 and you know it's it's very troubling that you are very silent right now and and i get it that you know beyonce is this superstar that absolutely you know has embraced the nigerian culture and people that she's worked with and you know with with the whole experience but number one beyonce is really not on social media that's number one her influence is greater really than social media honestly I mean, the girl put out a whole album in secret and social media just was like, oh, my God, it shut down to that dude. She, exactly. broke, she
1: literally broke my Internet. She broke the Internet by releasing an album and didn't even tell nobody. Yeah. And it was during finals.
0: It, uh, I was in college. I was, what year was that? I don't even remember. I was ago.
1: living in my shithole apartment. So it must have been 2014. Yeah. That feels good to me. Was it Lemonade that she put out? No, it was Beyonce, the self-titled album. Because it was when she was like post-Baby Sexy, Partition, and Rocket, mm-hmm. and she did the visual album.
0: Yeah. yeah. I guess it wasn't technically a visual album, but all the songs that go with the Whatever yeah well i think time. um I, you know the the young lady that was calling on her to you know basically say that you know y- you need to you need to use your voice and your platform to let people know about what's going on which i i definitely do you know um i agree that it that that celebrities do have a bigger voice um and they can definitely bring influence and definitely bring you know um light to something that's happening but i it's it's just like what specific things Is it that you need from us as black people in america how can we help you try and fix this even though again we are being shot down and killed you know at it doesn't even matter the rate the 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 reality is protesters here in america are still being shot and killed people people who are not even protesting are being shot and killed and that's why we're protesting so it's like you know i I just want to know what do our brothers and sisters in nigeria need from us other than a share or a tweet or whatever, you know what I mean? Something that can really affect change, you know? I don't particularly
1: have a lot of Nigerian friends, yeah. so I don't have anyone to reach out to mm-hmm. and get back to you. But I'm assuming a like, a tweet or reshare is what they're aiming for or donation. I don't know. That would make sense to me. Like, obviously they don't want us to freaking fly to Nigeria.
0: Yeah. Well, even too, there were some, some um, things that were on social media about how the, emergency response teams there who were trying to take care of the protesters they were being blocked by SARS you know deputies or whatever to not even get these protesters help and I'm just like that's wild this is insane i mean you know it's it's very similar and very reminiscent of you know people uh some people in the healthcare field who are racist and let black people die all the time yeah you know so anyway the young lady who um who made a comment uh Beyonce's publicist, you know, definitely um, released a statement and was just like, listen, you know, Beyonce has been working behind the scenes just because she doesn't say anything on social media does not mean that she doesn't have her boots on the ground, blah, blah, blah. So Beyonce basically um, put out a statement on social media and said, I am heartbroken to see the senseless brutality taking place in Nigeria. There has to be an end to SARS. We have been working on partnerships with youth organizations to support those protesting for change. We are collaborating with coalitions to provide emergency health care, food and shelter to our Nigerian brothers and sisters. We stand with you. Please visit Beyonce.com for a list of organizations to show your support. And then, of course, her mom, Tina Lawson, made a comment and she said, thanks for, thanks for quietly researching, identifying, vetting and supporting organizations on the ground that can help support the protesters. Thanks for continuing the work to um, to really have a plan to make a difference, not just talking, but doing. And that's kind of one of the things it's like, you know everybody tweeting and hashtagging in SARS, what is it that can be physically done to help dismantle this, you know, this organization that has been in effect since 1984 and to deal with the corruption. I don't know, but I can
1: donate my money to someone who does. Very true. That's all I got.
0: I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a hard situation. I mean, it's very sad that, you know, unfortunately again, it's like, you know, you put black people in place, you know, You put your own in place in a position of power to try to help save and protect the people, which is what you're you were put in place to do. And you allow corruption to come in and taint the very vision of what was originally created, what it was originally created for. And now instead of you protecting your people, you're slaughtering your own people. Like, I mean, it's insane. Like the city of Nigeria is not doing very well. Is Nigeria? this They're not city. Is country. it a city? It is it a city? It's a country. I call myself out. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it's a country. It's not. It's definitely not a city. It's definitely Listen, a country. Listen, I don't want to make you feel like an idiot, but I don't think it's a city. No, I, I just said that it's not a city. I meant to say a country. Okay. That's like Raven Samoa who said, I am from every continent in Africa and I'm from every <laughs> continent in Australia. And it's like. It is a sovereign country. In it's West, a country. West, West Africa. Yes. yes. It's definitely a country. Okay. Well. It was, it, I, as Donald Trump had, I had a misspeed. A misspit I miss I hate when I miss bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, y'all go to Beyonce's page. And I mean, you can, you can Google different um, things to find out more information about it and a ways to help. But again, our Nigerian brothers and sisters that are out there, um, Please know that this is a real question that we're posing. This is not something that we're doing to, you know, be um, malicious or anything like that. It's literally, what is it can, what is it that we can do here in America, um, as African American people, to assist you with this? You know, even if it is calling our, our government officials, our local officials, to try to use their influence or whatever the case may be. It's, um, um, please just let us know what we can do to help. Even if it's just hashtagging retweeting and resharing. So. All right, next You're on the depressing. docket. Let's move on. I know. Ooh. So, on the cusp of black people, one thing that I feel like um hap- has been happening lately is African American people in a position of power to be able to um really kind of let people know that they're not playing. Ie Shonda Rhimes, Shonda Land, Land is an amazing place. Ooh, let me tell you about my. I love
1: Grey's and love Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Did I fall off at about season fourteen? Yes, but I stuck yeah. with
0: it for fourteen seasons. They're actually on sixteen right now.
1: I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I stuck with it. Yeah, that's what's fourteen over sixteen.
0: Okay, don't do math on this. That's podcast. like a good portion percent wise. <laughs> no, please don't do math on this podcast. Fuck with Meredith Grey. Fuck with Shonda Rhimes. Yes. Miranda Bailey is my favorite um we're She's very similar one. not the in her men
1: in that show bangers all of them yeah they're
0: they're pretty hot so Shonda Rhimes basically um explain the reason as to why she left ABC. So for those that don't know, Shonda Rhimes is the creator, the mastermind behind, um, you know, wonderful uh, TV show hits on ABC, such as Grey's Anatomy, Private Practice, How to Get Away with Murder, Scandal. God, um, oh, so good. What was the other one with the lady, I, mean, I think it got canceled, but it was the one where the, the lady was... Um, she was beat she was chasing this one guy who stole our identity or whatever it was a dumb show i didn't like it but anyway where she was it was a it was a john doe jane doe something it was something i didn't really like the it. catch i mean yeah the catch yeah, yeah oh yeah. and um what's the other one the firefighter one. Oh, um, uh ladder 59 no that's a movie. station 19 station nineteen. <laughs> ladder, 59. <laughs> First of all, ladder 59 came out like so long ago <laughs> but anyway <laughs> station 19 Ooh. so shonda is shonda rhimes is the creator of all of these wonderful amazing tv shows right This woman has literally generated over a billion dollars to ABC because of her creative genius mind and the amazing writers that she brings with her. So basically what happened is that because she has a contract with ABC, for those that don't know, ABC is, you know, owned by Disney. And so a part of her contract, she is able to get a $54 Disneyland ticket, right? Which basically gives her like a limited access to everything. So Shonda Rhimes basically wanted another ticket that she was going to pay for, $154, not $154,000, $154.00 US dollars. Yeah, we're good. We got it. just saying for those people who think you know anyway
1: so she wanted one (laughs) for all the people that think she would pay $154,000 she
0: could I mean that's a good stock in Disney but anyway so she wanted another ticket for her sister who was coming into town to take the kids there blah 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 right so the Disney executive basically tells her um well we usually don't do this for like anybody like you usually only get one she was like well, bitch, I'm Shonda Rhimes. I don't really care what your damn policy is. Like, give me the goddamn ticket. Mm-hmm. And so um, she literally, uh, you know, asked for the ticket and she asked for it again. The executive told her, well, didn't we already give you enough?
1: Yeah, because she had one for her nanny, right?
0: Yeah. And that literally, that same very same day, Shonda Rhimes calls her lawyer and was like, yeah, I'm out. We going to Netflix. Get me a deal with Netflix. And now all of her shows are now available on Netflix. See, but that says to me that she had already been
1: dealing with some bullshit. And she just needed one thing to push her over. And she was like, one of these days, something's going to happen. And I'm just going to blow up. And this was it.
0: Yeah. So basically, um, Shonda Rhimes did an interview with The Hollywood Reporter. And she basically said that she felt like she had been pushing the same ball up the same hill in the exact same way for a really long time. And she had been with ABC for about 15 years. Um, and didn't have anything to do with like contract negotiations or any issues in the writers' room. So she really, I think she had an overall great experience to a uh-huh. degree. um But it was just the principle behind the Disneyland ticket that was just the principle about it. Like, yeah. it's not about how much it costs. It's the fact that I am a person who literally brings in billions of dollars to your company in <laughs> revenue. I shouldn't even have to pay the one fifty. I, ha- I shouldn't even have. I shouldn't even have to ask. Yeah, you should literally be like, "Hey, girl." How you doing? Would you like 600 Disneyland tickets? Exactly. Like, <laughs> I know, because
1: I saw two schools of thought. I saw the people that were like, fuck that. She can get whatever she wants. And then I saw the people who were like, I mean, it's Shonda Rhimes. She can afford a one day
0: Disneyland ticket.
1: But why do I have to pay for a Disneyland ticket when I make jillions of dollars
0: for the yeah. Disney company? That's. But for you to even say, don't you have enough? Like, I'm sorry. Never enough. I'm sorry. Who, who are you to tell me when enough is enough? And the fact that you would even give pushback and the fact that she had to go to a higher executive to say, give me the goddamn ticket and stop playing with me. Like, like, do I really have to show you who I am? I mean, this woman brings in billions of dollars to this company and yet she still has to remind them of who she is. And for that, ABC, you're stupid because now you don't took this creative genius to Netflix. And you Mm -hmm. know what? Netflix gonna give her every kind of every dime that she wants um i can't wait for what she does on netflix that's how
1: people watch tv now no Very one true. even watches cable cable everyone
0: watches it on hulu the next day exactly so so to be able to have it live and if they do a situation where like can you imagine having access to Grey's anatomy all at once and you don't have to wait every thursday to see it yeah and be like and you know how you allow Shonda Rhimes to come into your home and give you a heart attack every Thursday because with these, she all, she is known for these amazing cliffhangers and you're just mm-hmm. like, what the hell?
1: I got to wait seven whole days. Well, I think that's what she was talking about because she when she moved over to Netflix, she told them like, I'm not giving you another Grey's Anatomy. I'm not doing that shit again. I've been go, 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 go with mm-hmm. these shows. Like I've had all these ideas that weren't going to make like bomb ass normal TV so yeah. that we could never do them. Yeah. Like
0: that's all Netflix does. Right. Is, oh, I cannot wait. Yeah, no, I did see some people on social media that were just like, well, what about the actors and the actresses and everything? What about them? They, got, they have to move lots. They gotta drive you. another 15
1: minutes the other way.
0: And she can use, the, I mean, she crosses, you know, uh, characters all the time on her show. These are great actresses and actors who can find the job in Hollywood at any point in time. It's not like they are you know, just these blow schmo people, you know what I mean? And the thing is who cares about the actors and actresses? That's not her job to care about them. She has to protect her brand. She has to protect her genius and her brain and her future of where she's going. Like, yeah, I mean, come on people. Like who gives a crap about the rest of the people she leaves.
1: Shonda, team. That's right. We
0: are team Shonda over here. And if you want to give our podcast a show, Hey, hey, we're available.
1: Yeah. I'd be a great actress. Um, Don't disagree.
0: No, I was gonna disagree. I was gonna say I don't know that I would. I mean, I would have to do something act. No, not action related. I'm out of shape. Never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say I could do something action related. Are well, you gonna be no. like a stunt double? Oh God, no! I no, I would need a stunt double. Oh, I see. Yeah, I would definitely be a stunt. Uh, no, I would not be a stunt double. <laughs> you just want to be in an action show? Yeah, like I just want to like be like a badass cop or something, no. or like a like a really like rough around the edges like. Uh, co or something like that no i gotta be like i want to be olivia pope basically i mean she, she but not well.
1: olivia pope the all-white ensemble with the trench coat oh
0: i'd rather be Annalise keating without the alcoholism yeah she has some issues i yeah.
1: would not be meredith gray too whiny
0: yeah what does she mean like a spinoff of like bailey
1: i would love that show yeah
0: it'd probably be boring though what does bailey do nothing she's a kid she she's a hot husband she is they call her the Nazi. I mean, they don't call her that anymore since Uh, that one episode where the guy had the swastika on his stomach, but whatever. Yeah, we got to leave that. We're leaving Nazis in 2020. That's, listen, we left them way back in the day. All right. All right, so, um, oh, this week, Amber Rose sat down with Jada Pinkett Smith and her mom, and um, I don't know if Willow was there. Okay, can I just say this about Willow? Can I just say this
1: about Willow? No, please don't talk shit about Willow. No,
0: no, no, I'm not talking shit about her. It's a fact willow is probably like the worst person to sit at the table and have a conversation with because she just does this when she's not yeah, talking the head thing. she's just like yeah mm, ooh,
1: but she yeah. does like a very intense head nod so that yeah. you know you're understood yeah yeah you know.
0: Yeah.
1: she's also fort
0: like how old is she's a she's an adult she's like 20 in her 20s or maybe she's 19 20 something like that i think she gives a great dynamic to the show i just hate when she just sits there and looks so like she really wants people to feel understood yeah i know but i just hate that about her i mean again she gives great information but i just hate that part of the yeah
1: Mm, yeah." well you know what you're not invited to the table then
0: i'm okay with that i'm totally okay with that i'll go to gloria Estefan's table because they have a table now
1: anyway her birthday's on halloween did you know that
0: who gloria Estefan. no oh willow Willow? Mm -hmm. interesting Happy birthday, Willow. Happy, yeah. Anyway, so Amber Rose sat at the table, at the Red Table Talk, um, to discuss, you know, things about her life, her past relationship with Kanye West, kind of the controversies with that relationship, kind of where she is now in her life, being a married woman with two children. Um, She was talking about how, you know, she unfortunately had to deal with um, unconsensual sex with her ex, one of of her ex-boyfriends. And she also talked about, and you know, Jada Pinkett Smith's mother, came out and basically um explained how her ex-husband, which is Jada Pickett Smith's father, how she under, unfortunately ha- went through the same thing with him where he forced himself on her and you know there's a lot of controversy with people saying oh well, you married you can't rape your wife or your your husband you can
1: rape anyone you really can if
0: they don't want to have sex with you when exactly sex with marriage is not an automatic yes you can have some sex that's not how that works people are, well the bible says that the wife's body is no longer hers okay try that shit if you want to and get a bullet in your head anyway ball sir. left true. nut yeah, left center, and up first left and, and then, then your head. Mm-hmm. Very true. But anyway, Amber Rose was talking about how she teaches her son bash who is the cutest little guy
1: dude if we're any team on this show is team bash yes, i've been we are. riding for that boy for
0: seven eight years i think he's six or seven how old is he i want to let's just go with it let's just go with seven dude six he's the cutest
1: seven. thing to hit the internet i love it did you listen, see his oreo commercial with whiz yes, oh i die so i live and i die for that boy
0: listen it's the cheeks
1: for me dude remember when she took him to the taylor swift concert yes. oh
0: i die <laughs> he was so excited but then here's the thing that irritates me about and he's a lisp. I love a lisp. Here's the thing that irritates me about um, the Amber Rose situation, especially with with regard to Bash. People talk so much crap about that little boy, saying, "Oh, he's gay," and she probably going he's going to turn out to be a girl, and all this other kind of stuff. First of all, he's a six and or seven year old child. What the hell do you want from him? Do you want him to be out here with guns and tattoos and everything? He's a normal six-year-old child mm-hmm. with a mom who is out here slut walking, okay, advocating for women to be free and do what they do. That's totally fine. Then he got a daddy that smoked weed every minute of the day. Got More tattoos weed than and everything. oxygen at this point. More weed than oxygen. Let him have some normalcy. What is wrong with a little six- or seven-year-old kid loving Taylor Swift? like what's wrong with him wanting to go to because didn't she take him to you said um what was it chicago yes what is wrong with him going to see chicago Some old ass men singing songs i mean chicago is a great uh, story no i agree i love yeah. it. but i just think i mean but she was talking about mainly how she teaches her son about sex what consent is his body parts even at his age and that she got a lot of backlash from it because people were just like oh he's too young you're gonna ruin his innocence and blah 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 and she was like do you understand that there's a lot of children in this world who have been introduced to their body parts by an adult sexually assaulting them so if you teach him that now maybe it can be prevented to a degree you know like teaching your kids them touching your your penis someone else touching your penis is wrong someone touching your vagina is wrong you touching someone else's penis and or vagina or boobs is wrong at your particular age like that is not okay but yeah it was insane to me that people even said like oh he's too young to know what that is
1: also i'm sorry i don't know this statistically i'm open to doing the research but if i pulled every rapist or pedophile or person with a weird sexual king i doubt they'd be like well my mom sat me down when i was seven and explained to me sex and con like consent and inappropriate ways to behave with people. And that's why I act the way I do now. Yeah. No, it's, it's parents who push it under the rug or never discuss mm-hmm. it or kids have questions and parents are like, Oh, we'll talk to you later. Yeah. And then they just like figure it out from the internet or their weird, pervy older friends or something they happen yeah. to see on TV. And then you become a sexual deviant. Let me ask you this question
0: in school, whether it be elementary, middle or high school, did you have a sex education course? Yeah. About, um,
1: I was going to say catechism. That's wrong. About. <laughs> <laughs> what well, like, about what? Ch- it's not chastity. What the hell is the word I'm looking for? celibacy see that shows you how much i know about sex yeah was it in middle school or high school that you had this class my so i went to catholic school so my sixth grade religion class was about was it sixth or seventh grade one of them was about the whole like celibacy the whole year like that's what you're rocking with that's what we're learning
0: catholics teaching celibacy but they don't teach not to rape children interesting yeah
1: i like in fifth grade we have the separate like anatomical sex talk Mm -hmm. more periody based yeah um and then the next year was like here's why you'll go to hell if you have sex before you're married all year <laughs> and watching these horrible cartoons about like girls that have sex but then the like holy spirit com- the holy spirit angel comes and can reverse time so you can make a different
0: decision because you get pregnant and you're what your yes they dude. literally teach that in school oh yes God. dude oh my okay i'm gonna tell you how my sex education so we actually had to have a permission slip. Remember permission slip. I do. Right. We had to have a permission slip signed by our parents that said, hey, we're going to be talking about sex, right? And STDs. So you need to sign this to say that your child does not have to be taken out of this class during this presentation. And of course, they had this, you know, back in the day, they had the, um what were the things called? The, with the transparent, projectors. the projectors. And they would show you these little films of like, looks like a cauliflower penis because it had gonorrhea or chlamydia or something like that. And Ew. just cottage cheese coming out of a vagina. Like, Oh, this is what will happen if you have sex and Ew. you know, all this kind of, yeah, it was really, <laughs> it, was, it was insane. But I think like even to, for me growing up, my mom and dad never talked, I never got the birds and the bees like conversation ever because my parents were born in the forties and in the forties, you don't talk to your kids about sex. So, of course, they couldn't give us something that they didn't have to a degree. And it was very uncomfortable for them to talk. Because I remember I even asked my mom a few years ago. And I was like, why did you talk to us about the birds and the bees? And she's just like, I knew you guys knew that stuff. Well, how do you know we knew it? Well, I mean, I remember I had to sign a permission slip. Okay, just because you signed a permission slip does not mean that I know everything about sex or that, you know, I don't have follow-up questions because me growing up in a very strict religious household and growing up in the, the you know, apostolic slash Pentecostal faith, they, we were taught the same thing. Masturbation is a sin. If you have sex before marriage, fornication, like we know what the Bible says. We're not negating what the Bible says, right? If, if that is your chosen religion of christianity but at the same time it was so it was taught that having these feelings about your body as you're going through puberty which is a god-given thing that you're supposed to go to go through is such a bad thing like how do you how do you demean or you chastise somebody for feeling something that's scientifically supposed to happen this is why men become rapists well this is why women become you know promiscuous as well Mm -hmm.
1: I'm just, like, if you have, right, you have all these hormones running through your body and, like, you just want to have, like, you have these weird fantasies that you don't know about Mm -hmm. or you want to touch yourself but it's not okay and you do all these shit, it's just, like, this pent-up anger inside of Mm -hmm. you and then you fucking just, like, one girl starts flirting with you and you think that she wants to have sex with you and she doesn't and she starts saying no but how could she mean that when she's been doing all this stuff different and then you can't take it because you have all this shit built up and then you're angry and aggressive and then you rape her exactly which isn't okay right but if we had these discussions earlier yeah and even for maybe it would
0: help even for women you know young girls who you know i remember when i was in middle school there was one girl who was pregnant in middle school i think she was pregnant like in the seventh grade And, you know, of course, it was like, oh, my gosh, she just hides her stomach with the big jacket. You know, the one person in your school who becomes pregnant in middle school is like, oh, it's just a shame of the year. And it's like, okay, well, what was she taught about sex or not taught about sex? And then you have to learn about all these different things from your friends who obviously are just as stupid as you are about the subject matter. Mm -hmm. And then you have to navigate based off what somebody else told you. That's just like little boys learning about sex through porn, which is so unrealistic. And then you have this. You know, unrealistic idea in your head about what sex is when you finally do it, and you're just like, "Well, you didn't do it like how the pornos do it. Well, bitch, pornos ain't real. They're selling <laughs> an idea. Big letdown. Exactly. But I think you know, just even going. I mean, we went off on a tangent, but anyway, going back to Amber Rose, I think it's very noble of her as a parent to talk about those things with her seven-year-old child because, again, people need your child needs to know that stuff. I mean, you have people who are um, transgender. And they may be they may look like a man in the daytime and then a woman at night or whatever, like even um, what's the one comedian? Flame Monroe. So Flame Monroe is an amazing comedian. If you ever have the chance to watch any clips of hers or his. So he has pronouns, right? He's like he don't really care what you call him. You can call him them, they, she, he, we. So that that's his pronoun, uh, he she we. And he literally has it on a fan. He's like, long as the check clip, I don't give a damn what you call me. And but when he does most like when he um he has this like YouTube channel where he literally looks like a man, right? Mm -hmm. But he has he has boobs. He has uh uh what do they call? Implants. Jesus. My words were all over the place. What do you call it when you get boobs implanted (laughs) into your chest? Oh implants. And but he still has penis and he has three children. And I think one of them is getting ready to go to college and the other two are like in high school age. But he was like he was on the breakfast club. And he was talking about how, you know, his kids growing up. That's all they knew was that dad had boobs and it was totally normal for them. So imagine you having a chi- having a child who has, you know, you having a child your child's friend goes to the friend's house and comes back and says, Hey daddy, how come you don't have boobs like Mr. Flame Monroe? (laughs) You know? And it's like, you have, I think you need to explain stuff like, and I'm not saying, you know, that parents don't have the right to choose when they introduce their children to stuff because they very well do. And you shouldn't push something on somebody else's child um, that they, their parents were not ready to discuss. But at the same time, I think that it is very good for children at such an early age to understand what their body parts are, what they do, and if you can, can if you can help control it in a way where you're giving them this constant education and information when it, when they are mature enough to handle it maybe they won't go so crazy and maybe they will they may just have a high sex drive or whatever who knows I, you know
1: well i don't think she's like this is how you put a condom on exactly this is what a vibrator is yeah i think she's like these are your parts and these are other people's parts yep and some people touch parts but if you don't want
0: someone to touch your parts guess what yeah. that's okay and don't her. let anybody touch your parts and you don't touch nobody else's parts I mean, even like little kids you know two and three year olds when you hold them or whatever in your like in your arms as a as a female they may put their hand on your breast it's not that they're trying to feel your boobs they don't even know what boobs are you know when kids are learning how to potty train they don't know what a wiener is i mean we we oh uh, your you're wiener your wiener but your wiener's hanging out they don't feel anything they don't know what the is. are you is. team co- to,
1: like are you team i'm gonna tell my son to call his weenie a weenie
0: or I'm gonna tell them to call it a penis call it a penis call it what it is it is a penis it is a vagina yes huh now I may give it like a little you know nickname just so that hey stop touching your wee wee stop doing that Stop touching your hot dog. See, that's my question because some parents are like, "It's a penis, call it a penis." So you have these little tears like,
1: "Penis, penis, penis." And you I don't have think Other little wrong. kids that are like, "Oh my wee wee, oh my wee." Yeah,
0: I don't think anything's wrong with a two-year-old saying the word penis. I think it shocks adults because again, if you're from that generation where you didn't call your penis a penis and you're still calling it a dick or a dingaling, like growing up, I called penises dingalings, huh? And that was still very raunchy. So like in front of my mom, I was just like, "Oh, it's a it's a wiener." I remember she used to tell us. Don't say, but say boom, 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 boom. I know it's so like lame, but yeah. Yeah. We couldn't huh. even say like, but my mom used to say
1: when I would go out, protect your triangle, just protect your triangle. I'm I like, like that. Okay, mom.
0: That's She's a like, good concept. Protect the try. I'm like, all right. What did she tell your brother? Cause your brother doesn't have a triangle. He does
1: not have a triangle. I don't know what she tells him. Oh, that's. <laughs> I was protect my triangle. I
0: like that. Protect your triangle. That's pretty good.
1: He, I guess he doesn't protect anything. He's just out there. Wow. <laughs>
0: All right, so in other news, uh, Marlon Wayans and Tiffany Haddish sat down for a conversation. conversation. Um, she was hosting, I think it was the Ellen DeGeneres show. and Which, are we team Ellen yet? Whatever happened with Pizzagate? You know what I'm talking um, about? I don't know. I think it just kind of, everything else overpowered it. Especially with the election and, you know, Black Lives Matter. So people are still rocking with Ellen. I think it, 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 some it, people it. are. I think people are going to, unfortunately... If it's not happening directly to them they're just like Meh.
1: yeah
0: you know um i mean I, I still like from what i see on tv um what ellen degeneres stands for and what her show has done and uh, and has portrayed itself to be um i like the fact that she promotes happiness you know health uh fun gifts gifts yes you know her what is it called 21 days of giving or something like that mm-hmm. um it still doesn't top oprah's you know
1: yo do you what remember you the it? christmas favorite things yeah favorite one. thing
0: yeah oprah just has it on the she does because she still does it but she doesn't give it away she just she does, does the like list. a list yeah, yeah she just does a list and i'm like god dang you oprah just do one thing and just let us all come anyway <laughs> so um so yeah marlon waynes was doing an interview and tiffany haddish was telling him how she um not interviewed uh auditioned for You know, a lot of their different movies like The White Chicks and The Fridays and all that kind of stuff. And so Marlon Wayans basically, you know, just came out and told her that, you know, we didn't cast you like on purpose because you were always on 10 and you needed to mature. And so she was like, well, God dang, that's. (laughs) I believe it, though. I believe it, too. She
1: seems like, you know, those girls that are just like, you're funny, but when we've all calmed down from the joke and we're trying to move on, you won't move on. Yeah. Like you keep it up Mm -hmm. and we're all tired and we want
0: to just and you don't. Yeah. She see and he also told her too that you know um that sometimes she would just be inappropriate which I can definitely see that. And I feel like for Marlon Wayans, Marlon Wayans is the type of person his whole family they can be funny when they need to be and they can shut that crap off when they need to shut it off cuz I mean you can't just be on and yeah. on 10 all the time. So I can I mean cuz even sometimes with Tiffany Haddish like even in certain movies I'm just like oh my like in um what's the movie Girls Trip I was just like oh my god can You can't you stop. get no affection in your booty hole. It's a booty hole. It's a ho. booty hole yeah it was just it was sometimes she is too much she's just too freaking much but even like with um jim carrey i remember when he you know first came out especially with like the ace venturas and stuff and oh, like, wait, i can't with it i still cannot with the mask really? and ace
1: ventura because i'm just like
0: those movies are great but I, I just i hope that he wasn't like that all the time yeah just on ten like that's exhausting like i love liar liar like that's my jim carrey oh, movie. and yeah, the, grinch. Was, love the grinch yeah the grinch was good too but yeah I I mean I think too because she is a comedian maybe she kind of took that as well should I give up on being a comedian like I'm going to still keep going maybe I'm just not for this one but I think in the moment too if you would just tell her if you would have told her that imagine maybe maybe how far she could have gotten in her career a lot earlier on had they told her listen you get a great audition you just need to calm down like for real I'm not telling you to change yourself completely but you need to calm down when when you notice everybody else is on zero come down from 10 yeah but is that their job to tell them that
1: i think it should be like these hundreds of people coming to audition and you're like just trying to get through them i don't think it's my job to be like hey you were great
0: but but i think it's great to have feedback i mean imagine you going this is your career and you as an occupational therapist now if your clinical instructor never told you what you did right or wrong yeah but that's like a one-on-one your purpose as my clinical instructor is to help me become a therapist but I think even in those casting those casting calls sometimes you do need feedback like okay less crying more of this and it doesn't have to be a whole dissertation worth of information but just, yeah but that would be like
1: has every interview you ever gone on has the person been like hey great interview but yada yada yada
0: i think if you ask because i've been in interviews so i'm just like yeah so maybe she know, didn't ask that's very true she
1: literally didn't ask until now yeah and he was like all right word this is what happened yeah true
0: can't yeah. argue with it people you just you gotta but i think it's good though just just tell people
1: like, that's also your personality that is i my feel breast... like you would tell people
0: yes if your breath stinks i'm gonna tell you if my breath stinks i want you to tell me no, too no i'm gonna talk shit about you for probably like six months
1: until you're like hey does my breath stink and i'm like oh my god yeah
0: see then i can't trust you well that's why you. you won't tell me the truth like i did tell you the truth when you asked for it six months later no, no, no. i want the truth always and then i'll tell you if i'm not ready for it like monica your breath stinks. not today Can you Uh, tell me that? I'll I'll let you know when you can tell me that. But just not today. Today's not a good day to tell me my breath stinks.
1: See, but if you came at me, not, not maybe now, but if someone I don't like or know or am not friendly with comes at me with, like, hey, your breath stinks to me, I'm like, you didn't tell me that to help me. You told me that to piss me off. Yeah. But I think
0: it's all in how you tell it, like, hey, can I tell you something that may be offensive, but my intent is not to be offensive? And I wouldn't tell you in front of other people. I would literally take you to the side. And I wouldn't just say, hey, bitch, your breath stinks. I would just say... So I notice that sometimes when we're having conversations, um, there is an odor, and I'm not sure if you're aware, but there are times where um, there is an odor that comes out of your mouth, and you know this is something that you're aware of. You know, totally fine if there any is any way that I can assist with that. You know, so you're saying not to be nice, but that is exactly
1: the way I would tell someone who I fucking hated and was just trying to fuck with that they had pepper. I'd be like, hey, quick talk. I didn't want to tell you in front of anyone else. i like, I don't know if anyone else has noticed, but I just appreciate you as a person. So, like, I want to let you know your breath. It just kind of has this distinct odor. And, you know, because I purposely want to fuck with you and I do not like you. Because if I did like you, I'd be like, hey, girl, here's a minute. Let's work on it.
0: <laughs> so i think it's just duly noted so anytime melissa comes at me with that voice i will know I'm she you right now, if me. i pull
1: you out of a if i pull you into a corner and i use that voice i do not like you
0: interesting so if you ever use that voice i guess this podcast is over yeah
1: I'm okay. like, I'm trying to be condescending, berating, bullying, bullying and disrespectful. And disrespectful. That, sound, that sounds very familiar. <laughs> That's my bullying but, um, voice. But I'm bump. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to bring it down so you think I'm trying to be your friend, but yeah. I'm just trying to manipulate you and make you feel like an idiot.
0: Wow. You're mean. Yeah. You're mean.
1: That's why I don't tell people the breast stinks.
0: Well, I think you should. But well, people are like, you know your breast stinks before anybody else, because it leaves your <laughs> mouth first. I know you taste it. Sometimes we're in a mask people we're in masks see here's the thing no one has an excuse now because everyone's wearing those masks yep. i know exactly when my breast stinks because i'm like no I you can don't smell it no you don't for someone who wears an n95 for eight hours a day i can guarantee you there have been days where I am talking to patients and I'm like, whoo, I just need to take a break out of this. I'm sweating my butt off. I just need to drink a water. When I take that mask off to drink that water and I put that bitch back on, I'll be like, whoo, <laughs> Jesus. you like, is it I me or man. you? Me or you? <laughs> right. Did your smell come through my mask? <laughs> my breakfast has worn off. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit!
1: Sure, you don't even drink coffee. I drink coffee all the I time. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's a coffee. Yeah. It, listen,
0: sometimes you put that thing, you'd be like, oh, thank God I do got on bitch, a mask. I Got toothbrushes and toothpaste from the floor that's i have to run true. to the bathroom brush my teeth that's very true there's there have been times where i have you know, gone to work, and I may have forget, forgotten to put on deodorant. And again, Dude. if you can't tell by the way I talk, I'm a big girl. I cannot afford to be out here being musty. Okay, so I will have to go to the floor and just let me tell let you me get this deodorant, hosti- charge it to the floor. Hospital, hospital deodorant sucks.
1: That little roller does. ball. So then I have to take like the room
0: spray. If I'm really smelling it, I start yeah. spraying the like room deodorizer mm-hmm. on me. It is rough. It is, and you have to just just dip it all on your arm. Put some, you know, the we now have the little, what is it? The baby. The um, Johnson and Johnson. Johnson and baby Johnson, Johnson baby, soap, baby, baby soap. smells so much better. Yeah. Just put it up underneath your arms. It'll itch. It'll hurt. Whatever. Just, you'll get through your shift. It's fine. Yeah. Sometimes it happens. And that's on hygiene. That's on hygiene. So don't be out here mercy. Anyway. All right. Let's go ahead and head to the rehab corner they tried to make me go to rehab i said go 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 hey
1: the ass i've been bad but when i come back you'll go
0: go go get your ass in that corner hey welcome to the rehab corner everybody all right so what are we talking about on the rehab corner today um here's the thing i don't know i can't so i'll start this week was a very interesting week. Again, for those who are new to this show, I am a physical therapist. Alyssa is an occupational therapist. And we had the pleasure of co-evaling and co-treating, I think for three days this week? I think it was three days. It was three he days. You had a lucky week with me. Yeah, it was It was pretty fun and refreshing to be able to be dysfunctional yet again. <laughs> yeah, I am a hoot to work with. I don't know who would ever complain. We need... Alyssa needs her own reality show. She just does. Um, This week, Alyssa was very much so on one particular day on thursday specifically was it thursday it was thursday it was th- thursday. thursday yes um it was a very interesting time and time. let me let me tell you what happened yes, let me please. paint you a picture yeah
1: i pride myself on being able to hold my liquor mm-hmm. i now realize that i am 26 years old i do not have the capabilities i once had I went to happy hour on Wednesday with my roommate. One thing led to another. It turned (laughs) into a night out that I did not expect, which is fine because I'm still a grown woman. So I went to bed. I got up early on time. I was at work on time. She was. And as soon as I got to work, I was like, I do not feel great. Yeah. This is not going to be a good day. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to make it work. But I had the whole eight hours ahead of me. So I said to my lovely co-host, I was like, Monica, we have got to do this together. I need you in the room because I can't make it, especially in the morning. My coffee hasn't kicked in. I'm dying. Please, she said. No problem, girl. I got you. I have all these orders. We have all these rooms together. It's not gonna be a big deal. I got grab my hand. Let's go on this journey together. Mm-hmm. All right, go to the first room. I haven't seen an LVAD in a long time. For those of you who don't know, if your heart doesn't work and you don't, you can't get a heart transplant yet. They
0: put this shit in your heart. It beats it. It's called a left ventricular assistive device. For the scientific people out there. Yes. yes. That helps perfuse blood to your body.
1: Yeah. And it's all well and good. But this thing, like, because it's helping your heart to do its job, it's very particular. You need to know how to work it so that it's never off of its power, whatever. I haven't been checked off. I was like, Monty, perfect. I'll go with you. Let me tell everybody that's why we're working together because I got to see this bad Cool. She's like, perfect. I'm in bad We go to the room. We do the whole evaluation. It takes forever. This guy has lines and tubes everywhere. I'm yeah. trying. She's trying to teach me how to disconnect this man's LVAD from the wall power to the battery power. And I want you to know that after, how long does that thing go before it starts beeping? So
0: it gives you about five seconds before what? it starts screaming at you.
1: Five seconds seconds yeah. so when you unplug the lvad from the wall power to switch it to its battery pack it gives you five seconds to connect it before it starts screaming at and you and it's loud like hey bitch, his it, this is his life you're gonna Please kill him exactly. if you don't
0: connect him back immediately so okay cool
1: <laughs> i can do this and she's standing right there and she'll i'll unscrew it and i go to plug the two ends in together and they're just not fucking connecting and the machine is just like beep like you're diffusing a bomb, dude. And every time I try to do it and this poor man is sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, it's okay, sir, I got it. Jeez. And that was the first so that was the whole t- whole thing. We get done out of the room, we walk out, I look at my list, and I said, Monica, that patient's not on my fucking list. <laughs> she said, What do you mean? I said, What do you mean what I mean? The patient is not on my list. Do they even have orders to be seen? <laughs> by me she's like well i don't know so i look at the patient they have no orders you all know? i just saw a comp- not so i already am like please let this day be over i gotta get through it as fast as i can i just saw a totally unnecessary patient stayed in that room for
0: almost an hour with her oh god and he didn't have freaking orders to, to his defense and to my defense he did not have ot orders but he needed them and the nurse practitioner was standing right there so i was like hey miss nurse practitioner Go ahead and put an ot order in we've already seen the patient now legally ot's and pts we can evaluate anybody that we want to without an actual order from a physician right we just can't treat they have to put the order in within 30 days we totally get it but the patient needed to be seen anyway so it was a win-win but normally you wait for orders to go and see a patient Mm, it depends anyway this was a but let's not even skip over the fact that he wasn't your patient let's talk about the fact that Alyssa goes in to stand the man And I ask her, hey, you want me to stand them? She's like, no, I think I got it. Okay, I'll handle the lines, the chest tubes, blah, 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 the actual l back. The last
1: time that I co-treated with this woman, she's like, my back. I have a bad back. Oh, I hurt my back. So I was like, let me take one for the team. But then I knew that you were at a deficit that day. So I was like, let me try to be the team player. But the problem with me being at a deficit is that I refuse to recognize the
0: fact that I'm at a deficit. Exactly. And what was even funnier was the fact that she tells a patient hey sir I'm going to come in and give you a nice big bear hug and we're going to stand and we're going to you know walk over to the chair from the bed she says "Ooh, sir you give really good hugs no wonder you're married (laughs) it was I just needed a hug I
1: was having a hard morning and he gave a damn good hug yeah I guess you just needed a hug bear hug of the year yeah for that man and I had to let him know I was like you know what I would want to know I have to let him know there's all I'm bad with silences especially when I don't feel great yeah there was a little there was a lull of speech in the room and I was like let me just tell him very true very true sir
0: sorry I just tried to kill you by not plugging in your (laughs) L fast enough but you A1 hug yeah but for those those of you who again I was standing in the room I'm actually teaching her how to do this so I am standing readily available to connect the patient she connected back. every single i did. Time. she got the last one i did she got the last one because his cord was tangled up so we had to take it out and, and put it back in um so she was able to get the very last one and the nurse was in the room the entire time because we do this all the time with training with um lvads and devices and all that kind of stuff oh, yeah, so i was like climb. i was like there's a half moon crescent in the battery and there's a half moon <laughs> crescent that's coming from the drive Dude, line
1: every time you told me that in my head like you know how I was like, put p- the opposite
0: moon crescents. no put that's the moon not what on you the you said
1: you said match up the moons and to me that meant make sure they looked exactly the same but that didn't fucking make sense because when you plug things together
0: like a puzzle piece they need to be opposite do you trust what you heard or do you trust more of what i said i completely trust both <laughs> you cannot <laughs> Because I said your moon crescent should be opposite of each other. Then you match them in there, and then it goes right in. And she just kept trying to put. The- I don't know that you can just tell me things like that. That's very true. That's why I stood right there to make sure that the patient didn't die. It was fine. He was yeah.
1: fine. We had a great time. And I'm then, just then we saying. that then was we, our <laughs> that was my first patient of the yeah. day.
0: And then we leave out of the room, and the first thing Alyssa says is i'm not gonna make it i gotta go to the bathroom she runs to the bathroom and then she comes back and she's like all right i'm good and i don't know what she did in the bathroom because she wasn't gone that long so i want y'all to know
1: i'm not a vomiter i do not throw up i will be miserable for six hours i will feel like i'm about to blow chunks and i i cannot i don't have the power it takes something very strong inside of me to actually vomit yeah what happened in that moment was you know when you start getting the fuck (laughs) the babas in your mouth like the the, uh, was that a spanish word or something? yeah it's like the spit like you feel like the cold and the hot and then your mouth gets watery like oh, yeah, you have to start yeah. spitting yeah and you're like i'm gonna vomit that's what happened to me so i ran to nutrition i got a glass of ice water
0: i chugged it oh so for it nourishment yeah. yeah so and then i came back to the room and it was good yeah and then uh there's the whole day even even on friday we co and co-treated some people and um the, one of the patients the, the wife the male was the patient the man was the patient the wife was there and they literally said are you guys sisters (laughs) we were on a roll that day y'all let me tell you people called us party girls they called us the dream dream
1: team (laughs) i was on some shit after that
0: yeah it was hilarious then i was trying to like make little jokes and she was just like all right Monica you're not a comedian nobody's loving <laughs> your
1: tell you that I told some couple in the room I was like all right sir we got it we got to leave now she's got the jokes going. <laughs> she's got I'm the dad sorry. jokes
0: <laughs> anybody that knows me knows I love dad jokes but moral of yeah. the story
1: is it's very hard to do this job when you're not 100 that's very and I true. now realize that yeah. I
0: thought I was a superhero I'm not now you see how I feel when my back goes out and I still try to come to work but at least your brain works my brain wasn't um, working sometimes because that pain hits you and you just can't think well, the thing is,
1: being in the ICU, you have to double think things sometimes, like the lines. Or you have to plan out what you're going to do or what yeah. you're going to say just because you don't want to look like an idiot.
0: Yeah. I mean, this it's, this one patient had, I mean, chest tubes, the LVAD, a swan. I mean, IV pumps up, galore, dude. nitric, the nitric that's, you know, oxymized. I mean, he had everything. So it was, that was Foley. <laughs> and we had to see him first. Yeah,
1: so anyway, it was a, it was a long Thursday. You can do whatever you can to make it through. Yeah. That's on being a millennial in 2020, man. You just gotta get, you just gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. I went to work the next day cause I'm a responsible adult. I told my partner, Hey, pick up the slack today. Cause it's gonna be rough <laughs> and we made it through Nothing, we did. no one got hurt. That's very true. Nothing illegal was done. No, just some laughs in the end. I was very Very insensitive. I don't feel good. I am insensitive to people.
0: Yeah, you were insensitive to this one, but not to her face, though. But you like this one patient. She was just very um, she had a lot of facial grimaces. during. She was whiny. She had just had a thoracotomy. But she was kind
1: of milking the thoracotomy.
0: Ma'am, you don't think someone cuts the side of your chest open and goes in there and does some stuff and then sews you back up. You're not going to be in the pain. You don't think she was milking it? no she was like uh, young people are wimps uh, when it comes
1: to pain oh my god
0: i'm like let's go girl let's go you're fine young people are wimps when it comes to pain that's why i cannot stand seeing people who are under the age of like 50 because they just complain the whole time
1: mm. yeah i walked out of this girl's room and i was like why is
0: she you're famous
1: I was like, why is this girl whining so much? Why is she being like that? And, and I literally, like,
0: She just had a thoracotomy. She just yesterday. had a thoracotomy yesterday. And then somebody comes in at four o'clock in the morning. Hey, girl, the surgeon wants you up to the chair now. And then we come in. Hey, girl, let's walk a little hey, more. We're going to stand. She's just like, what? She's fine. Moral story
1: yeah. is I have some off days. No one's a hero. We all do the best we can. With
0: what we got. I just, you're lucky. they're lucky. I have some kind of comedic relief. Yeah. No, it was, listen. Thursday and Friday at work was very funny. I think every patient was just like, you guys really seem like you like what you're doing. And there was one couple that was just like, hey, we got PT and OT, we got party time and overtime. I said, ooh, ooh. (laughs) I think we definitely kept everybody in a great mood Thursday and Friday. So it it definitely worked out.
1: I think we were both just like, for me, I was already like, listen, I'm just gonna do the best I can. We gotta leave it all at the door. Let's just hit it. And you were just like, I just gotta.
0: I got you. I just got her and I it was a good day. It was, I had, that's why I had a good week at work this week. All right, let's get into some social media uh, topics, some, some pop culture current events.
1: Let's talk about something fun. Do, 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 do so much fun stuff first thing I want to talk about Aisha Curry blonde yes Ooh, or no yes absolutely Dude, yes I liked it too and so many people were talking shit because they said she looked quote unquote like a white lady
0: no she didn't she's gorgeous first of all Aisha Curry is gorgeous in whatever color her hair is but that blonde definitely made her like damn girl same I've wanted to go blonde for years she's gonna push me to do it oh god I could never go blonde that's not my my skin tone does not go with blonde at all I've never even dyed my hair me either. That's why I want to do it. My mom always told me I couldn't. I mean, you have the skin tone for it. I am Aisha Curry. You you kinda are. Y'all. She's lighter than you, but you're very close. We're very close. I'm I gonna just, do it. I just don't like a darker hue with blonde hair. I don't like that. And yes, I said it. Um, there's a it's just you have to choose your tone of blonde you have to have like a yellow blonde i think when you're when you're darker of a darker hue you need to have a yellow blonde not like an ice blonde correct
1: that is correct because then you'll click storm
0: yes and Mm -hmm. it won't look cute not cute yeah not cute but i love aisha curry with that blonde i think she's absolutely even more gorgeous than she Same. already was and or so just of as course, gorgeous
1: freaking prince of the nba Steph curry had to go and save her again because there's trolls say? on the internet he was just like you're beautiful and there's meanies on the internet but don't listen to them blah 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 blah, blah. listen her man is not
0: complaining okay they I got three
1: kids to prove and it. now her body's banging i don't know what exercise program she got into after that red table talk when she was complaining about men not coming in her dms like women are and stuff yeah but after that aired she got fine as fuck.
0: i mean i think she's always been a beautiful woman i really do i feel like she has now her body is banging yeah well i mean she's pushed out three kids dude insane yeah and i mean in a in a short amount of time like yeah and then she ain't got no job well no she does have a job i forgot yeah she does have a job she like is doing her cooking stuff yeah she does all the cooking shit. yeah which i first of all i want to get a set of her pots uh-huh. so Aisha. and I want to get some t- Chrissy Teigen pots too. I have some Chrissy Teigen pans do you where do you get them from Target oh I need to get some Go, but I definitely really... want to get I want to get some re the Pioneer Woman uh-huh. my Aunt oh. Brenda shout out to my Aunt Brenda she <laughs> loves re she like watches her like every day anyway um I want to get some re-drumming pans some Chrissy Teigen and uh Aisha Curry I already have like two sets of Rachel Ray pans and they're amazing wow did you hear about the McBroken website The McWho? McBroken. No, what's that? All right. There's a
1: www.McBroken.com is this website and it tells you based on your area, like where the McDonald's with broken ice cream machines are.
0: Okay. You're lying. I'm not. That is not real. You
1: put in your area and it kind of shows you a map and it'll show you all the restaurants with broken ice cream machines so you don't go there.
0: So the actual McDonald's will plug in, hey people, our ice cream machine is broken. Don't come here. Not sure how the logistics it, the logistics <laughs>
1: but i do know that it tells you make broken
0: mcbroken that was definitely created by a black person
1: that sounds McRight. right
0: yeah because nobody else ca- nobody else cares about the broken ice cream machines
1: dude but isn't it such a bitch every time because mcdonald's ice cream slaps actually they actually no. do have really good ice cream
0: i have this ongoing
1: i won't call it an argument we'll call it a heated passionate discussion yeah. with one of my friends mm-hmm. megan burwell she's out there somewhere yes i am a chick-fil-a ice cream gal soft serve from Chick fil a it's got my heart she's a team mcdonald's
0: well see i don't i try not to eat a lot of dairy because dairy doesn't agree with me because i'm vegetarian i don't like to eat i don't do dairy like that but if you're vegetarian what does that have to do with ice cream i don't eat i don't drink cow's milk that's vegan then no it's not because i still eat eggs and i Jesus still eat cursed. cheese okay but yeah but no i i have had both but you know what i think it is for mcdonald's i don't necessarily think it's the ice cream per se i think it's whatever's in the cone the sugar cone the cones are good the cones are better than the chick-fil-a cones i will give you that i think it's a combination of the ice cream and the cones i think if mcdonald's didn't have the cones it wouldn't be so great i just don't trust that they clean those ice cream machines well enough they don't
1: so i don't get it from there but i like i will back chick-fil-a like i know they have me you know
0: even i saw this um this one video like a couple years ago where um tokyo vanity Um, she's a rapper and, um, she stars on love and hip hop Atlanta. She literally (laughs) went to the store and bought these gallons of vanilla ice cream and took them to a McDonald's and was like, here, I bought y'all three gallons of ice cream because y'all shit always broke. So here, go ahead and fill it up so I can get me an ice cream. Oh Oh. my God. It was the funniest thing ever that's the right energy yeah well it's a good thing they have it though because people get i mean really batshit crazy over certain things like if mcdonald's run out of some certain things i mean we've seen videos they cookies ain't fresh people go crazy dude do you
1: like mcdonald's cookies i do
0: their cookies are really good oatmeal
1: raisin cookies from mcdonald's you heard it here
0: first so good first of all oatmeal raisin cookies are LTAC and nursing home cookies no uh first of all this is where we're gonna face off again they're I literally
1: if we have to have one of these discussions about food again oatmeal raisin cookies are not for old people they're for people who enjoy a little bit of fruity and health in
0: their cookie you're eating prune cookies
1: no they're good you're being mean
0: and you're gonna eat those cookies and go right to the bathroom roughage mm, i wish that was the case and that's it's not dude i'm gonna, literally i'm
1: gonna go get some right after we leave here Ugh, with yeah, you could not pay me to
0: eat it but here's the thing i love oatmeal type stuff i don't eat oatmeal yeah you love oatmeal pies so you want to love oatmeal raisin cookies yes because oatmeal pies is full of high fructose corn syrup so are probably raisins are good. cookies yeah but not the oatmeal raisins so
1: you mm. the, let me hold on you like raisins i like raisins You like oatmeal oatmeal
0: flavored stuff not actual oatmeal but you do not like oatmeal and raisin cookies. No, you don't put those together. What if oatmeal and raisin does not you go together? You're missing out. No. A chocolate chip is my favorite, Dude. always. But you, speaking of cookies, Subway up the street from my house finally got the raspberry cheesecake cookies. So I've never heard of that. Oh my God, that that's sounds so good. delicious. I that's do so suck with a Subway good. cookie. Listen, when I was at FAMU years ago, in undergrad and grad, they came out with raspberry cheesecake cookies and they were amazing. And I have been waiting for five years for San Antonio, Texas to come out with these damn cookies. Really? I don't know why they've been waiting so long to get these cookies. Interesting. But yeah, it's raspberry cheesecake. I didn't even cheesecake. know that was a thing. That sounds good. Yep. I used to get them all the time. I used to go to the library. I would hit up Subway, get me an egg and cheese on flatbread, foot long, oh. take it to the. What?
1: I just, I don't trust eggs from Subway. I don't trust a lot of shit from Subway, but eggs would be top of the it's list. It's probably Two nothing
0: but the. Like powdered eggs at the at the hospital. I don't trust those either, but you do. You do like powdered I do. eggs. I remember you saying I that. Do. You're disgusting. I that. like Crash. hospital eggs, even if they're runny. I like hospital eggs. I don't know why. I don't eat like the runny ones, but I just get it from the top, and I don't know why. I just like hospital trash, eggs. Trash, but whatever. You're have a trash spending on candy and cookies. Gail King likes candy corn. That's your reference that you're going with to be on your side is Gail King. Hell yeah. Interesting. You're gonna get canceled. She's the one just who like called Robert out his name. And you're gonna get canceled just like she did. Yeah. Did you know did you see she posted this morning about her weight her weight and her, her toes okay now my toes are jacked up but she i also am not posting them on social pedicure, media dude. she was just like oh and i'm scared to get a pedicure you're afraid to get a pedicure but <clears throat> you are hosting shows with people girl put on a mask and go get them goddamn feet done stop playing like everybody else hello because i need to go i was gonna go today but i didn't wake up in time but anyway, <laughs>
1: yeah uh what else they got dude did you see aubrey o'day's tweets oh god no. her messy
0: tweets messy you remember tweets aubrey from yeah Danny from Dandy king, king. We mm-hmm. in
1: the car we read sl-
0: and now she looks like a hentai the only person i really liked from that was don richard that was it
1: who was with, oh don was black girl yeah and shannon was the other white girl
0: yeah but i only like don because don i felt like was the actual real singer of the group
1: yeah you're not wrong yeah Aubrey, but what did she do so when the debates were going on mm-hmm. she because you know how she had, was having relations with uh Donnie's son oh yeah that's right okay so when the debates were going on mm-hmm. she tweeted oh she's messy as hell since Trump has now lowered this debate to trashing family bullet she has bullet points oh so she has bullet points My she Lord. says bullet one Don Jr Capital hates his family too ivanka is a lesbian on the low three eric fucked miss universe on the apprentice boardroom table with his now wife oh while with his now wife oh wow not with the wife while well, he's with the wife interesting yeah and she was like and while we're at it i have text of don jr telling me what a little asshole baron is he looks like it that they were on a private jet and baron didn't like his food so he threw a plate across the plane at the attendant none of these people are innocent of being assholes and liars where's the lie mm, i love it messy as they hell. look like
0: that i mean but that stuff that you could probably that you guess. would believe guess, you they guess, guess, guess right away yeah she's just trying to stay relevant but
1: damn it's yeah. just good
0: baron definitely looks like an, a little asshole that's probably why his ass is in boarding school right now and i mean i could see i don't know I mean, Ivanka being gay—like, who cares? It's not gonna—it's not gonna, it's it's not gonna a make thing. or break anything. Like, who cares? I mean, but yeah, you could tell they all hate their family. They just want power. Like, I mean, you come from an evil seed, so <laughs> why would you care about the next person, even if they're your blood? <laughs> they're all evil
1: all right did you see southwest is no longer saving the middle
0: seat yes i did flights? see that and i hate that because now me too oh, they God. were the flight i
1: was riding for because i, I was know. like hell yes i love that the middle seat's open way to take covid seriously way to yeah. make people feel comfortable
0: and then they're like nah shit, we're i knew they weren't going to keep that for long because i think people are now again continuing to forget about covid even though actually today because today is uh october the 24th that's accurate yes um actually yesterday the 23rd the United States had the greatest amount of new COVID cases in a single day. Dope. Which was, no, that's not something to rejoice. Oh. Um, since the actual pandemic started, and people are becoming more and more lax because we're going into holiday time, and, um, you know, these companies are trying to make back all that money they lost from March up until when the world opened back up in, what, June, July, something like that. So, um, dang southwest come on i knew that one gonna last forever because you know southwest is kind of like soul plane well no spirit is like soul plane. spirit is definitely like yeah. soul plane. but I, w- I wish that they wouldn't have done that but they got to recoup their money somehow supposedly they
1: were one of the only airlines to whatever with the last time all the airlines went bankrupt mm-hmm. they stayed afloat because they were like we're not going to start charging people anything crazy we're going to keep yeah. doing what we're doing we're gonna get these shitty cheap planes and not charge for your pretty much check
0: bags and they survived which i love that and that's one of the reasons why i fly southwest a lot is because um they don't charge for your check bags but the only thing i hate about it is that you can't get assigned seats because even if you pay for like the early bird and you get on a plane first you're like yes and you still get end up stuck by a shitty person a horrible person oh my god so yeah your,
1: um questions for you tyler perry zaddy or no
0: in the picture he released this week zaddy yes but before no so like 2020 tyler perry is zaddy
1: yes is it the beard or the body the beard. the beard and the body i
0: think it's the beard i don't even think it's his body i don't think people to his body like that i think it's just the beard it's just the beard yeah beard it's, does a lot it's the beard in the billions for me dude you're not wrong yeah
1: beard in the billions bmb let's start a campaign yeah um and this is like a question going around in my personal group chats right now but mm-hmm. drumline or stomp the yard
0: oh wait you can't just come out like that wait a minute drumline or stomp the yard okay i'm gonna go with drumline simply because i was in the marching band i have to go with drumline line. what would you play them i played the clarinet why are you laughing at me i played no. the clarinet all throughout middle school and high school and i was going to college to play in the marching 100 However, I quit. <laughs> However, I <laughs> quit.
1: Listen, I right. was in,
0: I went to pre-drill at FAMU for the March 100. And I was like, okay, we were, school was not in yet. And we were literally in band camp for a lot, or pre-drill, they call it. Don't call it band camp. It was pre-drill for the new incoming freshmen from 8 a.m. until 11 p.m., no lie. Wait, what? Yes, we had breakfast from 7 to 8, and by 8 o'clock, your ass had to be on the patch. That's what they call it. It's called the patch, because it's just a patch of uh, orange clay out there. There's no grass, because everybody has marched the shit off that damn grass. And then at about like 11, no, about 12, we would go to lunch from 12 to 1. At 1.15, you had to be back in the band room you were practicing your end of you were practicing for like 3 4 hours with your individual section on music and all that kind of stuff and then you went to lunch, or did, went to dinner at like 5 and from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. your ass was out there baking in the sun hot as shit and let me tell you something Tallahassee Florida has the biggest freaking bugs and cockroaches and they are flying away and your section leader dares you to try to swat away something when you're a freshman first of all you're in a white shirt And black pants. So drumline is real. It was actually depicted off of FAMU, but that shit is real. So I went through. Why they sound so good? Right. Well, half of the people in there were from, you know, HBCU bands, but more of them probably were from FAM. Anyway, but yeah, I did that for like two days. No, I was like, I we started Monday, and I think by Saturday I quit. But I didn't quit because I didn't because I couldn't do it. I literally quit because I my friends came in town. Like all the new freshmen were coming in and my friends were like, oh, it's college night at the moon. Let's go to the moon. I was like, fuck this band. I went to the club and they were like, Monica, where you been? Bitch, I quit. I'm done. <laughs> I was like, I want to have a normal college experience. I had been in the marching band from the sixth grade all the way up until my senior year of high school and I was just like I'm done I've always had aspirations of being in the March 100 it was great I met some amazing people in the band but I was just like fuck this shit wow yeah that's a great story <laughs> so, so I will always go with drumline line. for you absolutely I will always go with drumline just because of my my attachment to marching bands yeah damn I said drumline too yeah but it's just because I love the
1: I believe I can fly in the beginning you know what I'm talking about Yes, when they just fucking chop and screw it, yeah. yeah, and then stomped the yard. Chris Brown dies in like the first ten minutes.
0: Yeah, that was Trash. kind of horrible. Yeah, I think the whole. I only watched it for that. Chris Brown, and then yeah. he died. Yeah, I think stuff. I think Drumline brought everybody who who went to an HBCU. It made you like, it was like home. Like that movie was like home to you. Like even people who were just in high school. Exactly, because you really understand the battle band. Like you really understand Battle of the Bands. Like that makes total sense. Versus. I mean, stomp the yard. Yes. When you're in a Greek organization, you have that, but I think it's more relatable for drumline for an actual band and having, having that experience of being at the football games versus only a subset of people who are a part of Greek organizations. So I do love a stomp, a step, a probate. I do. I mean, we used to go to probates, you know, back in the day when I was in college and probates are very different now than they were when I was in college. And, um, but they're still awesome. I mean, they're still, they're still very awesome. Obviously with COVID, I don't know how they're doing probate now, but, um, yeah, it was fun with mask and shield. Well, I think most, sometimes a lot of times they had on masks anyway, and then they reveal oh, who they are true. Yeah, yeah. in there. But, um, just even being able to have a line though, I think nowadays it's like, are you, people even putting out lines this year? Like, are you even able to put out a line? I don't know. Because, College is
1: weird now, huh? Yeah.
0: Cause I mean, you're doing everything virtual. So how are you going to, you know, network and go to the different, or. um, activities that they're having to put your face out there put your name out there so they can get to know you so when you put your application it's all
1: through you. OnlyFans. fans uh, that could be interesting <laughs>
0: and yeah. youtube videos
1: that's all i got beyonce's re-releasing ivy park
0: oh it's a re-release and
1: just not a new line yeah, so ivy park was through top shop originally yeah. yeah well the owner of top shop was like a weirdo and he had all these sexual harassment and racial jeez, like um allegations against him so i think she pulled her shit yeah because she was like bitch i'm, blo- so wait, I'm I thought, a woman and i'm black but i thought ivy park was through adidas no so ivy park originally was through top shop yeah to my knowledge mm-hmm. now the whole thing is getting re-released through adidas i think she was just gonna have a shoe brand and she mm-hmm. was gonna go with reebok And then supposedly what happened is she walked in the room they gave the whole presentation Mm -hmm. told her these are what we want to do and these are ideas and she was like there's no one in this room that looks like me or represents my ideas Mm -hmm. where i've been or where i'm going it's a no for me went to adidas and she was like fuck y'all let's do it good for her um some i don't know reebok came out and was like that absolutely did not happen but if you're racist
0: why would you say you're racist exactly and why would beyonce just come out and say hey I didn't see any representation yeah like she literally she can go and put out a walmart t-shirt and people will buy this shit up like she don't need you reebok like stop doing it like, yeah so on. i Obviously. think they're re-releasing like it's a whole new but i feel like this like the the last or the first line that she did was like the maroon and orange mm-hmm. pieces like that was really cute but i feel like this was like the not necessarily a re-release even though you are saying it's a re-release it just seems like it's just oh, this is 2020's version of Ivy Park yeah. or whatever. I th-
1: it is that, and I think she's also relaunching the brand, the brand through Adidas. Yeah. So I, what are these shoes going to look like?
0: I don't know, but I, I feel like the pieces that I've seen so far are gorgeous. Yeah, I think They're it's going to be really, cool shit. I just wish they weren't so expensive. Yeah. Because I'm cheap. And here's the thing. Just i can get afford, it on a firm or whatever. But the thing is, I can afford Ivy Park. I just don't want to pay that much. Like, i would be walking through something. Like, you ever, you ever be on Amazon and you're just like, Okay, this costs $60. I don't really want to pay $60, but it's fine. I'll pay $60. And then all of a sudden they add the tax and it's like 68 $58. you are like, hell no. Nah. Not going to do it.
1: $68? Hell no. Nah. I will say I have one pair of Ivy Park leggings that I don't like. They slide down. On when your, you like your
0: stomach or your like your butt? My, both. Oh. They just
1: slide down my entire bodice. Bodice? Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's what we're calling it. Okay. So I'm hoping for some you know updates
0: i just the only thing i really wanted from ivy park was the hat i like the cutoff hat so when you put your hand in ponytail, ponytail your hair still sits oh those are cool hat. i liked all the yeah. jackets so jackets were cool as shit oh yeah the jacket she was really cool i i saw that um what's her name uh jt from the city girl she basically tweeted not not tweet, oh, right? yeah. tweeted tweeted she was like hey girl don't forget about us this year because you ain't you ain't said a mm-hmm. shit last year and then even rihanna um she was sending out like Fenty, um, Savage, Savage X Fenty boxes. And she sent some to like the, the city girls and, um, you know, different people with their customized names on them and all that. Are they still in jail? Is she still in jail? No, she got out. she got out? been got out. Yeah. She's been out, I think for a year now. Act up. You could get back. Yeah. Cause they, they released a whole new song and then they just released, I think Mulatto just released a, a song with them. Oh, interesting. So yeah, JT got out. She got out a year ago. Yeah. Pretty. Shout out to the city girls. Shout out. They're from Miami. I, yo, you know how I feel about Miami. What what do you feel about Miami? Great, I love it. Oh, I was gonna say, they, listen, the city girls are reminiscent of true Miami. That is how people in Miami talk. I love I, it. i Not all people in Miami talk like that, but even like one of my, one of my good friends from PT school, we are still friends now. I swear, every time she talks, she sounds like Carisha. Uh, she sounds exactly like young Miami. And I'd just be talking, I'd be like, Dominique like this sounds like fucking Carisha like it's <laughs> insane it's insane but people from Miami have that they they just have that demeanor I wish it's, I was from Dade County I wish I was from mm, Miami I'd different mm, it's not me I mean I definitely don't want to be from Texas I'm glad I'm not I'm glad I'm from South Florida I'm from Fort Lauderdale Florida but I'm okay with not being from Miami I'm totally okay with being from Fort Lauderdale I love Fort Lauderdale in another world me a Miami city girl
1: could you, you imagine?
0: I would. You'll be out of control. I would love it. I love that for me. No, just don't go to certain parts of Miami or you'll die. I'm just saying. Is that a challenge? It is definitely not a challenge. Trust me on that. I am from South Florida. I've been to Miami too many times to count. Just stay out of certain areas. So I'm saying. We'll see. Okay. Keep you updated. This may be
1: the last podcast if she tries to go to Miami like every time. We're like, this is the last episode. Just
0: don't navigate. Miami by yourself have you never been there
1: no my uber drivers are always very helpful don't
0: don't take uber in Miami like that did I
1: ever tell you the time I went out with my uber driver or my uber driver came out with me in college no like on a date or no no no, no. like we had this my friend and I went to go watch this girl we know was in a outdoor play musical situation oh okay we got trashed and on our uber drive back we all like my friends and i would always make this joke like tell the uber, oh my god what are you doing tonight you should come out blah, blah blah well this of course this Uber driver was like oh my god yeah of course let me park the car and we were like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. so he came back and he pre-gamed with us at our apartment and then we took an uber downtown and like two bars in my friend and i were like this ain't it
0: wait i'm sorry you you went to your you invited him into your apartment yeah okay that's on that white stuff see that's your white side coming out i'm not saying it was smart i'm just saying was something i did yeah, that's your white side coming out. Yeah, white people be I, like, "Oh yeah, come on in, buddy." Black people be like, "Uh uh-uh, uh." I was on. like, well, "What's going to happen?" I have his first name and his a uh, license plate number. That's the same thing. Women that are dead probably ask themselves in the afterlife. Well, it was fine until
1: it wasn't, and yeah. I didn't realize till two bars in, this guy's creepy as shit. So then we had to like. Sneak out of this bar without him seeing. It was so. And now he knows where you live. And now he knows everything about me.
0: Oh my god! The first time I took Uber was when I was in Paris, and it was the most scary thing. Wait,
1: that was like last
0: year. Yes, you didn't take an Uber till last year. Yeah, I don't take Ubers. I don't trust people. I've never even taken a taxi before. I don't trust people. No, you don't. I watch too much Criminal Minds. Like, what part of that don't you? I mean, but like, how do you get around when you're drunk? I don't get drunk like that. I'm always the designated driver because I wow. need to be in control. What a stark difference in yeah. our relationship. I need, listen, anytime, even at anybody who has, anybody who knows anything about college knows that FAMU like has the best homecomings, right? Anytime my friends would come up to Tallahassee, I am always the designated driver. I remember everything that happens. I am in total control. You're that friend. That's I'm so trash. Friend. Yeah. Uh-uh. No, and I will have, I will sip on my little cranberry and vodka the whole night, one little, glass of cranberry and vodka first of
1: all you drink cranberry vodka Ew. it's a responsible Second of drink all, that is it's driver. a responsible drink it's trash it gets all watered down and it tastes like no, shit but you you stay the responsible driver you're you know who you are you're the friend the next day who's like oh you don't remember because i remember everything oh yeah and, and i definitely gonna throw it in your face oh absolutely.
0: gross absolutely but no it was it was difficult taking uber in paris because again Some people just don't speak English because they're obviously in their own goddamn countries, which is understandable. And so you're just like in silence and you're just like, this person can be taking me anywhere. Cause you know, you don't remember, (laughs) you try to remember where the hotel is, but you're just like, "Mm, we're just going to sit inside. And of course, because I'm the fat one, I had to be in the front seat. So I'm like, this sucks. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't like to Uber
1: at all. I love Uber. Mm -mm. Did I tell you the time I got hit by an Uber? (laughs) like
0: your body or your car My body no way yeah dude when was this in, uh it was in grad school it wasn't even in college well clearly they weren't going fast enough because you don't seem like you're injured right now oh i'm injured no i wasn't that bad but uh. uh we were going
1: to my friend Natasha's birthday party we had gotten ready at my apartment in south austin we took an uber to her apartment in south and like downtown austin where mm-hmm. the party was it was on a side street. We all get out of the car. All these little girls were just like, you know, in our heels and our little tops and yada, yada yada yada. We're crossing. It's not even a major street. It's a side street to go to her apartment. And we're all in a group. Everyone steps up on the curb. I'm just like the last one to step up on the curb. <laughs> were you drunk at I get. Time? I had like one shot. I swear this is okay. not a lie. We had, We were going to the pregame. Oh okay okay. Boom. Gotcha. I get hit by a fucking Lyft Uber driver in an SUV, a Kia Sorento. <laughs>
0: wait did you did they hit you so hard that you popped up on yes the leg? <laughs> yes I popped up I rolled off I was like what the fuck is happening oh my
1: God. all these drunk kids get out of the car and I was like has a, a sky vodka bottle in her she's like I'm a nurse I'm a nurse so all my friends know like I don't like people touching me I don't like people fucking around me so all of them were like please leave her alone get the fuck up off why dirt. are you not a millionaire today because I'm stupid you should have shoot su- well shoved, this is why let, let me tell you why shit out of Uber. this is why The Uber driver gets out. He's deaf. So you felt bad. So I felt bad, but then he's like, "This is your fault," and I was in shock. I didn't know what was going on, so we called the cops, and the cops were like, "At this point, like, he's like, unless we call an ambulance, like, and take you to the hospital, there's nothing we can do. Like, you can file a report." Listen, I would have been like Ezell from Friday. Oh my neck and my back. I was like, there is a party that needs to be had. Let's just go party.
0: You could have had your student loans paid off. I'm what the hell, Alyssa? I just have a story now. You could have been, man. I got hit by a deaf Uber driver. I don't care if you was deaf, blind, mute, or any other. I would have been on that floor with a neck brace. I would have pulled a neck brace out of my ass. I'm getting my student loans I paid off. I was like, off. he ruined my pedicure. That's like those people who are in um, in uh like South Korea and Japan where they just like, somebody's at a red light and they mm-hmm. will literally come and jump on your car and pretend like you hit them. What? Yeah, there's a huge thing in like South Korea and in like uh Japan where people will try to um make you hit them with their car so they can get like money and stuff. But literally they people a lot of people have um like uh, dash cams. So people will just be walking and you're stopped, right? Your car is still running, but you're stopped at a stop sign or a red light and somebody will just come and just be like, Oh bam and just hit themselves on your car and try to fall down. You're just like, I'm not about to do that today. That was us with the campus
1: buses, because if you get hit by a campus bus, they'll pay your tuition.
0: Why did not see? I went to a black school. They probably wouldn't do that. Mm-mm. They'll be like, "Well, why are you ran right in front of the bus?" <laughs> <laughs> wow, you got hit by an Uber driver. Isn't that wild? Are you sure you didn't have a concussion? That explains a lot about your character. I,
1: per, per, I have a concussion from when I fell down the stairs at a bar, but I don't have a concussion from getting hit
0: by a. Concussion. So you hit a windshield and didn't get a concussion, but you willfully fell down the stairs. Were you drunk? I you didn't willfully.
1: The I was drunk. Yes, questionably drugged. We'll say drunk. Oh. Geez
0: okay that's for a whole nother episode yeah Jesus. austin was not my friend for see, like a solid now you see why i'm always the designated driver i need to be in control of my faculties at all but who times. has the stories you or me i do who has the stories i do no you don't you don't even remember anything Let i me get you them from the you friend but the me friend no, 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 has no. the stories i'm gonna tell you this my when i was in college and i think i was a senior in college and some of my friends who we had been friends since high school came up to homecoming the everybody got pissy drunk so my best friend says hey i've never been pissy drunk before i just want to know what it feels like i was like perfectly fine i'll keep you safe i'll make sure you're good we go to the moon which is a popular club i
1: love that that's the name because you can be like take me to the moon
0: yeah i'm gonna go to the you know yes we went to the moon and we had a great time right because my friend's ex-boyfriend or ex-husband at the time he like i guess was a bouncer there or something like that so he got us into the moon like for free which was great we had a great time everybody's getting pissy drunk and i'm like okay i have to take care of one two three four five six people there were seven of there were eight of us total but i was like okay i have to be responsible for all of us oh because could
1: never be me
0: you're a girl great it was the worst it was the worst experience like hurting ever. Cats. and that was the last homecoming that i had participated in as far as going to the club i was like i will never go to another club again i am over it literally one of my friends fell down and she fell down like face first and hit her face so hard. She did not remember it. She was just like, why am I so sore? And like her husband came, like we drove her to our to our apartment, my best friend and I, and she was pissy drunk. And she kept trying to open up the door as we're getting out of the, uh, as I'm driving down the highway to get to our apartment. My friend who fell face first, her husband comes to get her. She just starts this whole crying thing. He fought, both of them almost fall down the stairs with him trying to carry her down the stairs. My other two friends, they both try to use the restroom at one time, end up peeing on each other. It was just a freaking mess. Then one of my other friends, um, the year before, we go to this place called Guthrie's. She is so drunk. Like you know, some people like at restaurants they'll leave their food there. She literally goes over to this table, sees some fries, she starts eating the people's fries. That would never fly in a post-COVID America. And I was just like, "Oh my god, I have the worst friends ever. <laughs> I never want to do this again." I was so mad that me and one of my friends got into it. I was so mad. Like when I, I'm talking about. I saw red. I cussed her out. I was like, I'm sick of all you. I don't care what the hell happens to y'all. And I'm like, I'm trying to protect these people because again, when homecoming happens, there's a lot of people who are in town who are not from Tallahassee. And you know, you hear about all these stories about rape and you know, just oh, kid, all kind of crazy stuff. And I'm just like, you have guys that are pulling at them. Literally, we're having to walk like hand in hand out of the club because guys are pulling on them. And I'm just like, oh my God, like, what if something happens to one of them? Like, I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm." Not We're leaving we're leaving the club. I'm done. And from that day, I have not gone to another club. I'm over it. Wait, seriously? Dead serious. I don't See, like if clubs. if you had
1: been drunk, you'd have a different spin on that whole no, situation. No. I think you
0: would. I need to always be in control of my faculties. That sounds exhausting. But I can have fun, though.
1: I, I have fun. Oh, you're one of those people. I'm sober, but I'm still fun. No bullshit. I don't believe it. Yeah, I am.
0: Okay. We, we need to go out one day. You, but don't go you to, can't be drunk.
1: What do you mean? I, I'm drunk all the time. Well, I, mm-hmm. Right now. You can't even tell. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> and you had a great time. You're welcome. Um,
0: yeah. I'm a great drunk person to be around. You'll see. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. First of all, I'm 36. I, I'm telling you now, I will leave your ass wherever you are. <laughs> it's okay, I, I'll take an Uber. You take an Uber and whatever happens to you, people are like, Monica, weren't you with her last night? Absolutely not. I left. I left the club at 9:30 p.m. and I don't know what the hell she did. (laughs) I'll Snapchat
1: and leave you breadcrumbs. Hey, listen, I'd be like. I
0: always end up home. I always get home. Well, good for you. And you can't remember what happened from the time you left to the time you came My back My mom's home. a writer, though. She'll come pick me up. Good, good for you, Mama Fowler. I will Always. leave Alyssa's ass right at the club. <laughs> I'm, I'm, listen, I'm You're 36. Asshole. I will not do the same. I will not be responsible for grown adults like I was when I was 26. I will not do it. And uh-huh. I'm giving you that fair warning now. So when we take this podcast on the road, you get drunk if you want to. I guess that'll be the last episode. That's all I'm saying. Well, now we have to. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, great. Cool beans thanks for listening to another episode y'all all right y'all take it easy we'll see y'all next time remember please vote people have
1: a good week
0: please do vote. something nice for someone else like vote. go to
1: happy hour on wednesdays after you vote vote and go to happy hour your yes. first drinks on monica please
0: vote Venmo requester she'll vote, pay for vote, it vote specifically for joe biden
1: thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the face off with Fleming and fowler don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off every Tuesday where new episodes are released.